Dr. Debbie here, and just a quick announcement before we get to today's episode. Has someone shattered your trust? Have you been blindsided by betrayal? It's a total shock to the body and mind. Some of us recover, and many others stay sick, bitter, angry, resentful, and stuck. If that's you, I have a research-based solution. My new book, Trust Again, Overcoming Betrayal and Regaining Health, Confidence and Happiness is now available. In the book, I literally walk you through the five stages of betrayal all the way to transformation with all kinds of examples, stories, and activities so you heal as you're moving through the book. I've also shared my very personal story along with those who participated in my PhD study so you can see how others move through their experiences too. Of course, I'm also teaching you my four-part trust rebuilding process so you can learn to feel safe again, love again, trust again. So here's what you do. Go to the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again. That's thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust again. Why? Because there's a link on that page that'll take you to Amazon, but I want you to know about it because once you get the book, come back to that page, enter your receipt, and then you get some amazing bonus gifts. Can't wait to share the book with you. And if you have friends or a group who'd benefit, get it for them too, because I'm giving tickets to a very special workshop for anyone who purchases more than five copies. ThePBTInstitute.com forward slash trust again. Okay, now on to today's episode. Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Alana Pratt. Intimacy expert Alana Pratt is a global media personality and go-to authority for those who have suffered heartbreak and are ready to live unapologetically and attract an open-hearted, ideal relationship. Her vulnerability and courage landed her a featured weekly column on the Good Men Project, featured as an icon of influence, and as guest expert on Huffington Post, People Magazine, Forbes, CBS, and Fox, and The Jenny McCarthy Show. This Ivy League grad is the author of six books, has interviewed Whoopi Goldberg and Alanis Morissette, and hosts the edgy podcast, Intimate Conversations, where listeners learn how to find the relationship they deserve. A certified coach with close to 5 million viewers on YouTube, Alana was asked by Lisa Gibbons to coach her during Dancing with the Stars. While supporting a number of nonprofits, Alana offers private and group coaching plus retreats so that her clients have a thriving, intimate relationship with themselves first. You're about to meet my friend Alana, and you're going to be hearing about what happens to you when you realize that all of the external validations don't do anything to confirm how lovable, worthy, and deserving we really are. You can be an Ivy League graduate, a model, have the best of everything, and Alana is going to share with you the journey she took to get to the place she is in now, centered, empowered, confident, and ecstatically happy. Join us for this conversation. And if you're sensitive to the F-bombs, fair warning. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, everybody. I have my friend, Alana Pratt, with us. We're going to be talking about, uh, she has created a dating app, and but but not a regular dating app. 
we're first going to talk about all things having to do with heartbreak and what we need and how we can recover and all of that. And then we're going to dive in right uh, much more deeply. So welcome, Alana. It is so great to see you again. You, you age backwards. Like, well done. <laughs> it's the lighting. That's what this is. <laughs> it's the Zoom, the Zoom filter we've put on ourselves, right? <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Thank you so much. So let's just, you know, dive in. Last time we spoke about intimate conversations and, and all that has having to do with that. But breakups and heartbreak, and that is just real. So let's start there. What yeah. do we go through after we're heartbroken? What's the what's your process of helping someone heal? And then we'll get to the dating app. So yeah. I just yeah, let's just do the whole thing. I find that when people have not been taught how to navigate intense emotions and heartbreak happens, they do what any sane person would do. Like you go away from the pain, right? You know, if the stove is hot, don't sit your ass on the stove. Like it's hot, okay? Go away. And so we have the shame. We have the anger, we have the how could they, we have the betrayal, we have the oh my God, am I broken? There's like layer after layer of feelings, emotions that aren't fun. So we push them away and maybe we blame and get holier than thou, or maybe we uh, go to the fridge at 3 a.m. and eat the hog and dawes, or maybe we decide to work, become a workaholic so we don't have to feel, or maybe a shopaholic and we have our 17 purses. And then whenever we do get up the gumption to date again, we're not really dating. One foot's on the brake and one foot's on the gas because I don't want to get too close because I don't want to get hurt again. And I want to strategize in my mind, you know, who do I need to so they'll never hurt me again? And who's trustworthy? Who's not? And our brain just spins and spins and spins all the while where the answers are, where the intuition is, where the instincts are, where the knowing is, where that uh uh-huh, uh-uh is. That's just way buried under all those emotions deep down in the body. And people get blindsided because they they can't trust themselves. They don't know what they know. They make more mistakes and then eventually, so sad, they give up on love. And you know, I I love that you're saying this because it's so true and you're explaining exactly the whole process of what happens. And and I always tell people, I I really want you after a breakup, it's almost like, you know how on websites where they have under construction, you know, I wish we could have that stamp that we just put on ourselves under construction. There's so much to do. Right after yeah. that, there's so yeah. much amazing work, yeah, and that we can that we can do for ourselves. So we come out of this stronger, wiser, better, and totally. we really shortchange ourselves when we don't give ourselves that time and that and that luxury uh, and that space to learn and, and to heal. So mm-hmm. okay, so we're so we're stuffing, we're numbing, we're avoiding, we're doing all those things. What happens next? I love the word that you used, luxury. We give ourselves the luxury to heal. I think that point of view is not people's point of view in general. It's like, what? You're going to make me feel like shit and you're going to call that a luxury? I'm not going to get the hit of attention and approval and somebody that wants me and texts me and you're going to call that a luxury? So that's why I I just instantly adored you the minute I met you because we have a very similar point of view that there's, there's, you know, there's, what is that joke? If there's a pile of shit and you go into the, the barn and the little, the parents are like, gross, but the kid is like, yay, there's a pony in there somewhere. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) And that's the thing. There's so much to heal from. There's so much to learn about ourselves when we come out of a situation 
situation like that, we're totally shortchanging ourselves if we don't dive in and take a look and see, well, how might I do something a little differently next time or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And, but, but you're right. I mean, so often we either go right for it or we swear off love. You know, we put that big wall up like, mm -mm, no one's getting close to me again. Yeah. And that's not fair to ourselves either. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at what I do, but I'm also like a work in progress. And I remember Are after the first are. divorce, I'm just going to find another one. And then I got another divorce and then the only one in common was me. And I started to do the work. And so I love your use of the word luxury. And the tagline of my dating app is become the one to find the one. Because oh, it's that. really about, as you just said, doing all this inner work so that we do like, it's like alchemy. All of that pain, all of that shame, all of that betrayal, you can't get rid of it. Science says you can't create or destroy energy, only transform it. And so we've got to be able to be like alchemists and turn that pain into courage or that betrayal into forgiveness or that, oh, I didn't actually speak up and tell the truth into you know brave, courageous communication or even really slowing down to know, well, society says I should have this. But what do I really desire that would be wind in my wings? And, and who, what are my qualities that I could be wind in someone else's wings? Like there's so much work to do. And I think one of the main um, revelations that occur when people start doing the work, and this was certainly mine, I had collapsed my worth and my accomplishments into the same thing. And it was all outside and it all started by my dad is like dry now, but he was drunk and stone growing up. And so it was my my lifelong mission to get his attention. Daddy, did you approve of me? Daddy, did you see me? Daddy, am I good enough? And so he was out to lunch. So I was never from that point of view, good enough. Well, then let me be a Columbia Ivy League grad. Then I'm good enough. Let me be a model and move to Japan. Like all these, you know, quote unquote accomplishments that I've done, which I'm still proud of myself. There's nothing wrong with accomplishments, but I was looking for my worth in them and they weren't there. And even after my first husband, you know, expat, Wall Street guy, multimillionaire, like I had all the, the hoopla and I was miserable hiding in the closet, meditating, right? And so when we finally go, oh God, well, so then where does my worth come from? And then some spiritually bypassing metaphysical, whatever person goes, you find it inside, just love yourself. And you're like, what mm. the fuck? Like, <laughs> how am I supposed to do that? Right. But right. you know what? It, it seems like, and I know so many people, this is so, I love that you're saying this because there's something about that search, that external search. We go through everything. It's almost like I need to exhaust every opportunity to prove to myself I will not find it there. Well, yeah. Yeah. Except our, our point of view at the beginning is I'm sure it's him. I'm sure it's in the bank account. I'm sure if my butt was smaller, I'd be good enough. Like it, it, the list goes on, right? Physical, <laughs> mental, spiritual, vocational, financial, social. If these are my friends, then I'm like, it's everywhere. And then when you finally let that go, or even if you get it all and you're still not happy, one or the other then this is like the day of reckoning. Okay, well, I'm actually willing to wire myself properly, rewire myself properly and look for my worth on the inside out. And then when you start to look on the inside, that's when you meet the motley crew. Well, we've got the insecure one here and the shameful one here. And you're like, what? You want me to make friends? I am embarrassed. I am humiliated. I don't want anybody to know about these parts, right? And so most people stop. They're like, oh no, hell that. Another 17th handbag that'll that'll make me feel better right mm -hmm. so if you're actually willing and that's why my program's a year long because you know after a good two or three months you're going to want to run you're going to meet some things that generally most people get that far and then they stop so you need a structure you need a community you need accountability you need to see others winning 
and others succeeding that it really does work. You need to have a fearless leader who's a hot mess from time to time <laughs> and also masterful at what I do, like somebody real and really start to go, oh my God, vulnerability is actually a superpower. I thought it was a weakness, not as a thought, but as an actual embodiment. As you come home and bring home these disassociated aspects of self and not just have the cognitive analysis that, oh my God, the very worst brought out the very best in me. Well, isn't that a nice little statement? It is, but it doesn't make any difference until it resonates through your heart, you know, seeps through your blood and you can feel it in your bones and you, you live it, you embody it. And to me, that's like the radiance that begins to happen to people where you become the vortex to attract what you desire. Yeah, what? Absolutely. And, and it's in that vulnerability, though, because that's terrifying. terrifying. That could be the first time we're willing to take a look at all that. And, and like you said, you know, we may be like, well, I've been trying to hide this as best I could from everybody, including myself. And what do I do with all this now? And that's the, that's the point exactly where we look to numb, you know, soothe, relax, anything so we don't have to feel or face this. But it's yeah. only by doing that can we move through it. So I love that you're bringing that up. Yeah. So it's, um, this program is not for people that want a quick fix. Definitely. It's for the brave. It's for the humble. And yet it's not, you're not alone there. Uh, there's me, there's the digital part of it. There's the group coaching part of it. There's the community part of it because everybody is ultimately the same depending on your gender, your sexual orientation. Like it doesn't matter. Hearts are hearts. Wounds are wounds. Shame is shame. Fear is fear. And when you're like, Oh my God, I'm not alone. And you actually learn techniques that actually work with your brain and your central nervous system in the quantum field. And you start to wake up like it used to be. I used to wake up like not happy most of the time. And then you start to wake up happy for no reason most of the time. Yeah, we still have to do the work, our morning practice and hang out with positive people and all the different aspects. But when the shift starts to occur and it starts to work, there's a momentum. And then you actually come more from fullness than from emptiness. And then you start to be an inspiration by your buried being. That's like a leader. And you're just like showing up for coffee. And it's like, wow, it's really worth it. The journey was worth it. And then you meet somebody who's also done the journey, who's also sat in that fire, who's also risen like a phoenix through the discomfort. There's a knowing and a respect and a trust in self and in life so that you see the red flags. You can have those transparent conversations. You can speak up and say, actually, I don't like to run. I, 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 I like yoga, <laughs> you know? And like, maybe they'll reject you because they're like a runner, but you don't lie and go, yeah, yeah, let's go for a run. Oh God, like you and don't you do know, that anymore. And, and what's so interesting about what you're saying is one of the things that, that I teach in my community is that when we we're, we're undergoing this transformation, it is so common to, to find that we start outgrowing friendships. Oh, good point. Right. Because think about it. We're just even like what you've, what you've said here, what you, you shared, you're, you're one way where you used to run and now you're like, no, I'm sitting in it. Well, you know what? That version of you who is sitting in it now doesn't really have that much in common with the group that was just running. So I just want to stress that because there are so many people feeling like, what the heck is wrong with me? Why can't I be with my, hang out with my friends anymore? I just don't get it. But you're, you're changing. And yeah. you, you, know, you say, well, is it me? Yes, it is, but in the best kind of way. 
Yeah, well said. And there's a gap, a void when not everybody, but maybe a majority of the people who identified with being a victim, a martyr, blaming, et cetera, you're not doing that anymore. You're taking charge of your life. You're taking responsibility. You're cleaning up your messes. You're bravely stepping into new ways of being. There's an energetic incongruence. You have a new identity of a victor, not a victim and you aren't going to fit any longer. And so if you don't have another community of people who are all on the, the edge of growth, the cutting edge of growth, that void can be so lonely and you can doubt yourself that you're like, oh, fine, I'll just go be a victim again, right? So if you don't have the momentum, the structure and the community to get through that and to truly grieve, to truly grieve, wow, I've had friends for 20 years, but there's just nothing in common anymore and when I get done with the conversations with them, I'm depleted, not empowered. I don't feel like they are a contribution to my life anymore. And it could be family members too, mm-hmm. you know, and you mm-hmm. might have to limit or structure different, you know, healthy boundaries in terms of how you hang out even with family. And they might say, well, aren't you all of that in a bag of chips? They might, you know, blame you. Like there's a lot of challenges as you grow to weather But that is exactly another piece of pressure against the piece of coal to turn you into a diamond. You know, you're turning into your better self. It's just not necessarily comfortable all the time. So not at all. Another reason to have your community, my community around as you, as you evolve into your best self. You know, you said something and it reminds me of, and I talk about this book a lot. I just love it. It's an amazing book. Letting Go by David R. uh, David R. Hawkins. And he was, he was explaining how there is just energetically, there's the level where your uh, other people are just coming to you because their energy is just leaking and they're looking for your energy. And then it comes to, I guess it would, I think it's like level 200, which is courage. And mm. it's once you go past that, then you're actually radiating energy. Mm. Mm. And, you know, and then you're, you're coming from that place, like below that you're depleting above that. You're, you're, you know, you're exuding yes. this energy. And it's a very different group of people that you're oh, going yeah. to attract from that, yes. the, the lower energetic levels and those mm-hmm. higher levels. And it's really true. But knowing that is really important because, you know, even just knowing how you feel, like you said, if you leave someone, how do you feel? Do you feel drained, depleted, spent? There's your answer right there. Totally right. And yet that awareness isn't enough. People are like, oh, I just need to be aware. I'm like, that's the first step. But then courage, as you said, at 200, and I believe Hawkins scale of consciousness allowance is 320. Mm-hmm. And allowance to me is like unconscious to conscious, you know, being a victim of your circumstances to choice. And then above that, and that takes courage to get to allowance, right? right? And then above that, okay, we can have the joy and the bliss and the love and all the rest of it. So it really, that moment, and I love the word allowance, and I always put my hands out to the side like this, because it doesn't mean you like anything. That doesn't mean you prefer any of it, but you're not going to resist. You're not going to give away your power. You're not going to become a victim. You're not going to blame. You're going to choose mm-hmm. something new that works for you and burn in the discomfort of potential rejection. You don't know what's going to happen. You've jumped off the cliff into the unknown and yet you've led with your heart because when we're in allowance and we resist nothing, we could call that grace, presence, that's when we're coherent, you know, heart math, we're measuring our, our heart, we're coherent. The best of our brain is there. The best of our intuition is there. You're actually making a decision for the best of your soul, not just to assuage these feelings of, you know, fear or to, you know, not risk rejection. You're the, you're the embodiment of bravery. You're the embodiment of consciousness. You're a conscious being of choice. And it starts to feel like a turn on after a while. I mean, yeah, it's scary as well, but that, uh, that scary kind of freaked out turns more a little bit into excitement. Like, oh my God, I'm really creating my life. 
Oh my God, I'm really in charge. Oh my God, I really took the reins back. Okay, I'm kind of scared. Okay, the, the, the chariot's going fast. The horses are galloping, but okay, I got this. I got this. And you start to find your, mid, your footing more in midair because you start to get, oh my God, life's always been, been uncertain. Oh my God, I've never been in control. All of that was an illusion. I'm at choice. I'm co-creating with the universe, but I actually am, I'm, I'm out of control. Everything's uncertain. So all I can do is choose. If I can choose from my best place and I'm co-creating at that high vibration with the universe, this or better will occur. It's going to work out better. And I think the decisions feel better too. It just feels more sure. It's more like a knowing. Yes, right? yes, it's, yes. Yeah, it's well it's not as it, not as this haphazard, I'm, you know, I'm not sure about myself. It just It's more of a knowing. It's more of a certainty. Regardless mm-hmm. of the outcome, we don't know the outcome, but there's a, there's a more of a knowing going into it. You're so, I just, nya, 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 I love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thinking's up here and it takes a step. Knowing is instant. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. And if we slow down enough and start to understand the wisdom of our heart, the wisdom of our gut, the wisdom of our instincts, and then when you have this, div- there's this um, amazing harmony that happens. When the heart is coherent, the best of the brain turns on. When the heart is closed, the worst of the brain, kill before you get killed, turns on, right? And so there's this harmony that happens where we're like, yeah, this is my truth. And then the brain goes, yeah, do that, right? And that way of living is extraordinary. But so few of us are willing to sit in the fire long enough for that uncomfortable emotion to be integrated into wisdom, knowing and so for me, I, uh, I have a dance practice. I used to be a pole dancer for like seven years. Uh, and that was really fun. But then so many bruises on the knees and you need a pole in the house. And I, mm-hmm. I moved and I didn't have a, all my roofs were on, this, on the angle and I couldn't put the pole up anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I hired uh, my dance teacher just to teach me like floor work on Zoom because I was getting a little too into my driven energy and I wasn't taking the time, the time in meditation the time in journaling, but not the time in my body moving, going, okay, how does this feel? And my body will go, and and like be a little ball or angry and want to push somebody away or empowered and free and alive. Like the body doesn't lie, people. If you'll like give it over to the life force energy speaking to you and allowing mother earth's energy to speak to you and allowing your own sacred sexual energy speak to you, your body will let you know as a crumpled ball of tears or as an expanding, almost like you've got wings. It'll show you the way with a man, with a job, with an investment, how to deal with the kids. And if, if, if it's not even just clarity you're looking for, it's just processing what's been stuck that your brain can't process, but your body and your breath and your movement can. And so when you bring all these elements into congruence, the image, the thought, the emotion, the body sensation, all of it, you're like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-uh. And there's a, as you said, this knowing as we move forward and it's empowered, it's free, it's delicious. Life starts to become fun, even though we can't control shit. And you know something I would suggest everybody, I mean, think about it. If you took 30 seconds right now to just imagine a beautiful experience, how your body felt, you know, whether it was a beautiful scene, people you love, whatever, checking with your body, you will get a felt sense of what that feels like, open, expansive, where you feel it in your body. And on the other hand, the the negative experience, where do you feel that? I mean, our body is telling us stuff all the time. Yes. Yes. All the time. 
Yeah, it's so good. In fact, uh, just vulnerably, I, I'm single. I'm creating a dating app um, for my clients, for, for humanity. But you know, if I meet somebody on there, that'll, that'll work for me too, <laughs> right? Proof so, of concept. <laughs> yes, that's right. And I'm probably on like seven or eight different dating sites like as research. And uh, this is like a hell of a lot to organize. But I, I met somebody and uh, things are going well and the conversations are going well. And yet in my dance class, my own practice, as I started dancing, thinking about certain things, my face started to crunch up. There was just something that just wasn't making sense. And I just said, okay, what is that? And I had to like honor, you know, it sounds good, but there's something not adding up. And so I brought the, the question into the next conversation and the truth was revealed. And I didn't do it from an, like an inquisitive, like, well, you never told me because I, I trusted myself. I processed this stuff and I made safe space. And I said, oh, understood. That's one of my, one of my non-negotiables. Thank you for sharing that with me. Wow. If we're going to continue, I need that handled before we move forward. Thank you for your, thank you for your honesty. And again, it went all the way back because I was kind of caught up in the fun at the beginning, like everybody gets right. Mm -hmm. But the, but it was the slowing down and the feeling into my body and letting my face scrunch up where I really realized something's off. Trust that. Ask an, a feminine inviting question, not an accusational, you know, directive, like skeptical question. Create safe space to see what this man's made of. And he was I, honest. And yeah. I thought, okay, at least he's honest. This is a good step. Beautiful. And I love how you, you checked in with your body, that you trusted your gut and then the way you approached it. I mean, isn't that a great way to do it really when you think about it? And, and it was, I guess it was the incongruency, maybe what he said, was it matching up with, with what he, you know, the, the expression, the mannerisms, like when it's all not aligned, something's off. Correct. Like you ever yeah. see those people, they, they smile, but their, their eyes don't smile. Not when it's like a weird Botox thing, but like just their whole <laughs> face isn't kind of matching what's going on. Like, you know, something's off and we need to, we need to trust that the gut never lies. So tell us about the, about the app. I can't believe what time it is already. I want to make sure we get the app in and then oh. how we can find out more about it. And, and we'll take it from there. Oh, good. Well, thank you. So this was birthed during COVID because my clients keep complaining that, you know, hey, they say they're all spiritual. And then after a few months, when you have that first tough conversation, they, they ghost me. They ditch me. Right. And I, and like, where are the people that know how to sit in the fire? Like we do it in, in your world, Alana. And I'm, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, other people have fallen in love in my programs, like at, in my inner circle or whatever. So I know this shit works. Why don't I create a whole dating app where we all become the one to find the one and grow together? And the app itself is free, but you have to be a member of Heartmates year-long curriculum to be in it. And what if in this dating app, we get together once, once a week and we practice dyads, we practice interviews, we practice sacred circles and listening three times before once a month we get around to conscious speed dating. Why don't we do deeper roots for three weeks before the higher shoots? Why don't we like heal everything going on and just practice being ourselves and being with others? So I've created all these different aspects within the app to ensure that people do the work and they're not, oh my God, are they the one? And then we lose ourselves, right? So that's what's one of the things that's different about this dating app that's called Heartmates and heartmates.app is where you can sign up and there's an awesome founder circle and awesome bonuses and awesome discounts and everything until the end of the year. As I, as I feel this. And, and even before you go on, you know what I love about this? It's such what? a pre-qualifier because oh. someone who isn't even willing to, to, to do that, they're like, oh, that's way too crazy. You know, Good. you already know, right. Not your people. Perfect. Yeah. So it's not like you can sign up for a month so people control and, you know, like on a discount aisle on the sale aisle, you know, like, no, people are, people are not commodities. Sorry. And we treat each other with kindness. 
there's so many different, like people will like hate me instantly or love me instantly. So one of the other things when you finish a date, it could be a call, it could be a video or an in-person date. So your level of uh, COVID uh, safety, you know, you can be honored. But right before the date happens, a heart meditation pops up because we all know if our, we're not coherent in our heart and we're coming from our fear-based brain, that date is already, you already shot, you know, shot yourself in the foot. It's not even going to go well, even if you tried. But if you're in your heart, when you start your date, ah, authenticity meets authenticity. So that's what starts them off. That's different than other apps. And then at the end, what pops up is uh, feedback, rate the date on a scale, like five stars, say, and type down what was meaningful about the date. What would take the date to a 10 more what? And all of this is on people's profile. Like you have like a Yelp on the profile. Like you can view more details and what other people think about dates with this person is totally transparent. But here's the last part. Then you get to choose, I'd like to request another date or decline further connections. And with a decline further connections goes this note because this seems to be the hardest thing for my clients to do or to receive. And I give them a little script and I say, it was wonderful um, having a connection, a heart connection with you today. I'm not feeling that special spark I require to take it to the next level. Thank you for taking the time to get to know me. I wish you the best on your relationship journey. So that's what declined further connection. Oh, I love that. What a nice rejection. I mean, it doesn't well, feel like a rejection. But that's the point is people yeah. don't want to be rejected or reject another. And they treat each other like shit. Yeah. Right. And so if you don't choose request another date or decline further connections, guess what happens? Your phone fucking freezes. Yeah. Sorry. You don't get to date anymore. Treat somebody with kindness, show up and honor, or you don't get to play, which some people are going to be completely pissed at me. And I'm like, good, then don't join. We don't want you. We don't want people that ghost people on this app. We want this to be a zero ghost zone right. and a total honor and kindness zone and learn, like we said a few moments ago, how to sit in the fire keep your heart open and do the right thing and leave a path of love and respect in your wake on your way to become the one to find the one. So we have lots of fun little ways that this app um, encourages you to be your best self because here's the deal. If you become the one and then you find the one, guess what next? You got to keep the one. Ha! Huh? So mm. the skills you're learning in this year curriculum, when you do have that first big fight, or that agree disagreement or what it is, you've got to be able to learn to keep your heart open and lean in and communicate with, with kindness, with curiosity. So we have all these different communication structures so that once you find the one, you're going to keep the one and thrive. Because I believe the world right now, not just needs more, you know, happy people in relationship, but that's not the end game. The end game is who are you together, awakening each other's unique evolutionary spark so that both of you are better people for each other. Yeah. But for humanity, for the planet, for your children. Right. So, yeah. You, you know what I love about, I love so many things about what you shared. And I, I love that you're, you're just, you know, these are all things that, that we need to know just to be nicer, kinder people. Yeah. And, and in the dating world, a lot of this just doesn't happen. There's so much, you know, ghosting or gaslighting and hurting each other. And oh. it just isn't necessary. So I, I love that you're, you're, you're actually teaching them how to date nicely. Thank you. And you know, it all comes back to what we just spoke about at the beginning, which is our intimate relationship with ourselves. Are we kind and nice to ourselves? Most of the time, not. So when you become the one to find the one, the first one you're finding is yourself. Yeah. all these parts where you have been rejecting and criticizing and avoiding yourself. So come home to the one, i.e. yourself. Second, oh my God, is this, is this world, does this world have my back? 
Can I actually exhale on the planet? Can I actually relax into my skin? Can I begin to love my dreams, my sexual preferences, my, what I want to create? Like, am I home in myself and with the divine? Then you bring that level of home to a, a relationship. Then you don't need to fix the other, control the other. And on the other side, damn, that feels good that every time I'm sad, you don't try to fix me or you don't try to tell me I shouldn't do this and I should do this. You just are, you're up under me, but that's right. not possible if you're not up under yourself. A different quality of relationship. I can totally see that. What do you want to make sure everyone knows as we wrap up? Sign up for the dating app if you're single and looking to become the one to find the one and be in this extraordinary community where I think we're going to make best friends, maybe business partners, and certainly love partners as well. So heartmates.app is where you sign up. Um, and then just even beyond that, I would just like to, to really allow everybody, could we just add to our the beginning of every day before you even get out of bed, just put your hand on your heart, put another one on your belly and just go, hey, sweet thing. What have I not slowed down to hear you say? What do you want to let me know? So that we really cultivate this relationship with ourselves, because I believe it's the core fundamental relationship that's required for every area of your life to thrive. Physical, mental, spiritual, vocational, social, romantic, sexual, like all these wonderful relationships. If we don't have that relationship with self, we're, none of them are going to thrive. So be willing to say, this is the year I'm falling madly in love with me, not just my awesome parts, my wobbly parts too. And thank you for having created this experience, Alana, this app where it's safe and it self-selects for those trolls to not be there, the narcissists not to be there, the know-it-alls not to be there, the ones that want to use me not to be there because it's transparent and we're all in here together. And, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to people by the time the mistletoe happens <laughs> this year, that they're, they're under the mistletoe kissing somebody really ideal. Because and you know, work. beautiful. And, and this is the type of, of app you can see that would scare the life out of a narcissist. It yeah. just, it's terrifying. And, and I can also see how, yes, romantic uh, relationships, but I can see friendships too, because these are like-minded people. Totally. And so three, times totally a, three times a month, we're doing Zooms, just meeting anybody. Yeah. And the app is also inclusive, the LGBTQ plus community as well. Beautiful. It's it's just totally one big conscious community where I really think we're going to find our tribe uh, and our beloved and our friends. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, it starts with us and, and you can see the better we are, the better we are for everybody else. Alana, as usual, I just, you're just such light. You're, you're just this radiant, beautiful being inside and out. It's just such a thrill always to chat with you. And, and I'm just glad you're in my world. You shared Aww. so much wisdom and, and insight for everybody who's listening and watching. So thank you so much for who you are and all you do for so many. Oh, thank you for having me. Big, big hugs and kiss right back at you. <laughs> I love the research Alana did by going through all of those dating apps, meeting countless people and realizing that there's a certain type of person she wants to be around. So she created her own app to find them and help others do the same. Stay in touch with Alana by going to alanapratt.com and heartmatesdating.app. And we'll have all of her information in the show notes at the pbtinstitute.com forward slash podcast. Here's my biggest takeaway. Your body doesn't lie. It'll always tell you the truth. Does something feel a bit off? Trust that. The more we strengthen and trust those little signs our body is trying to tell us, the more we can feel confident with the messages we receive. It's like having your own internal BS meter.
Of course, when we ignore the messages we're receiving or we're blindsided because we never saw them coming, lots of physical, mental, and emotional issues we may need to clean up. So take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz, which you can find at the pbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And have you checked out the PBT Institute membership community? Imagine everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, emotional best. Community, support, certified coaches and practitioners you could schedule time with. Daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics. Curated experts teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming and supportive place to become your best all online. Nothing like this exists and I am so excited to welcome you. Go to thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time and here's to your breakthrough. Mm -hmm.